In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. I'm Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay, on a very special episode of The Bachelor. We are covering Love is Blind this season. We have watched the whole season. This episode will cover episodes one and two. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be very evergreen. We want you to go, if you're listening now, you have watched or you are using this as maybe your 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 guide through the episode and Kay, we said just briefly before we started it's a little di- you know if you're here because you watched the bachelor with us welcome back and if you're here because you're new and you wanted a new love is blind podcast welcome to the you know the Kay and Jared show so to speak that is nominally called the bachelor but we're going to talk love is blind yeah, I'm really excited because I've been watching this show from the beginning. And man, that was so long ago. I remember when it came out. I think it came out in, um, what was it, 2020, maybe the first show, like right at the very beginning. But we found out that they had been married for like two years or something. They had already right. filmed for like it, forever ago. Yeah, it had like, it. you know, as Netflix things do, I guess reality show wise, it was the first time I think that we had gotten a Netflix reality show. So like the way it came to us, the packaging was so different. It's dumped mm-hmm. at you all at once. Um, usually the dating shows were kind of like starting in the beginning and maybe they're in the middle or, you know, it's week by week. So it's a slow drip. So you're not really sure who you can look up, you know, what couples to look up. So mm-hmm. this was, I, I, I watched season one and as I, and Jordana and I on you up did a recap of season one. And then after that, you know, I, you know, it's hard because Netflix sometimes becomes a homework assignment because it's all yeah. there. It's not, and, and there will be in the beginning, at least of this podcast, lots of comparisons to the bachelor. Um, because we are just, you know, we're two Bachelor fans, so it's Mm -hmm. hard not to compare. This is called The Bachelor, so, you know, so it's... um, (laughs) So that's what it is. I mean, I'm excited because it is a different, it's such a different type of show, and if you don't know what Love is Blind is, uh, essentially, they are taking um, a bunch of men and a bunch of women, keeping them separate from the other, and they're going on dates all day, but... They're, these dates are completely unseen. It's voice only, and you're right. only allowed to see the other person after you have proposed and they have said yes. And I think you only right. have 10 days in the pod. I think it's like 10 days in the pods, which is what they call them, and you have to propose within 10 days. That's crazy. There's a lot of, there's a lot of unsaid things. There's a lot of like, it, they never really tell us how many people are there. 
They never really tell. And maybe this information is out there, but it's not readily available. It's not like they're like, they don't start the show by being like 20, 20 men, 20 women, yeah, two no. pods. No, no, no. They, it's very um, aesthetically pleasing. The music is very updated. Comparatively to The Bachelor, this is um, feels more real. They do a great job of making you feel like you are a part of an experiment. What what happens when people get to know each other without looks? Even though everyone on this show, we promise, will be pretty good looking. Like there is not one person yeah. on the show. What put your tastes aside? But there's no one on the show that you'd be like, ugh. Like everyone's good looking. Everyone's like everyone has like has characteristics that are appealing. For sure. Right. And and but I will say they're not like bachelor contestants. Bachelor no. contestants, it does feel a little bit more pageant. I would say this feels a little bit more nice bar in New York City on a Saturday night with a with a high end clientele, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So I agree. you're gonna get you know, like and 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 the pods are made up and, and I would say for the people who have never watched the show, this show the you know the the blind date the love is blind aspect of it is very much the hook for a show that i believe is very different is entertaining for a different reason mm-hmm. like the pod stuff and we're in episode 1 and 2 it's it's very hard to keep track of it's very hard to like fall in love with certain characters it's it's easy to hate characters just cuz it's easy to hate people um the mm-hmm. um but it's a little bit of a mess. What did you think of the first two? And and so, so in the first two episodes, all we're getting is Pause. blind dates, and we're kind of doing musical chairs. And our hosts are Nick and Vanessa Lachey, and who do very little <laughs> except tell us that it make us believe that we're part of some grand experiment. Oh yeah, they're very good at they're very good at hyping this show up into something more than what it is. And I think it's funny because um the way all of the characters or contestants or uh daters, I don't know, right. whatever these people whatever they are. What they always refer to it as they never say it's a show. They just say we're right. part of an experiment, a social experiment. And I'm like it feels like you guys were like in a lab and right. were like hooked up to a bunch of machines <laughs> and had to date each other. That's the thing that is both annoying and also like amazing about it is you do forget this is not better. These are not better people for having gone on this show. No. They have convinced themselves that they are better people than people who go on normal reality shows. And they basically make it sound like a genius, you know, mathematician was like, come into my lab and be a part of something that none of these idiots will ever be a part of because you're better than looks. You're better. And it's like, no, people have gotten social media followings from this. People have gotten be- become followings. influencers Huge right, from this show. Maybe season one where you wander in, oh, I'll do a reality show. We're on season four now. Like I, that is something that I kept forgetting in episodes one and two. Is like, yeah, there are monsters on this show too. Mm-hmm. There is a social media aspect at play here. There is something to be gained from getting engaged. 
and the same, it, you know, more so than The Bachelor. I the agree. Ba- and 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 on this show, it, it on The Bachelor, I think it starts more fun and it kind of ends in a little bit of too serious town. I think mm-hmm. this show goes the opposite way. This show starts too serious for me. I'm just always like. I, I, I don't need I, I don't know these people enough to know their trauma or whatever. But then I think it gets more fun because you're like, oh, I'm going to see what happens after the final. Ro-. This is literally after the final. Yeah. Rose when this show becomes yes. more interesting. OK, I have a question. Would you would you do this? Is this a show that you would be a part of? Absolutely not. I would be <laughs> uh, absolutely. I'm more likely to go on The Bachelor than this show because there's no. You immediately, I mean, like, what, like, you have to ask questions, you, you, you know, like, you could see the way people ask questions, like, it's, I don't know, would you, you wouldn't either, you said, right? No, no, I, there's something about, I do understand, like, the aspect of getting to know someone and talking to them, like, we've all had some sort of, like, correspondence with someone where it's like, wow, this is a really good, like, talking connection but then you're in person and it's and it's way off um right i was watching some of your tiktoks the other night from your shows about like x and yeah and just body language in general seeing mm-hmm. how people ask like not being able to see their body language is a whole different aspect and right. i think that's what really comes into play afterwards because you could be like man i love you like hearing this person talk and what they're saying and what they're doing. But the second you see them in person, it might not. I don't know. I, I, I would have a poor reaction. I already know. Right. And then I would be the villain because I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I, I just, you know, to me, I mean, the show opens with one of the people saying, I'm sick of swiping right. I'm old fashioned. Yeah. And it's like a line like that is them trying to convince us they they're trying to say to, you know, Joe viewer, Jane viewer, aren't you sick of swiping? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you ra-? and it's like that to me is convenient because you're swiping all day long. Like you are swiping whether you like it or not, when you're walking down the street, right swipe right swipe, left swipe, when you go into a bar, you you look at someone right away and you make a decision, a flash decision. And yeah. It's, you know, and it's a little bit easier to not have to admit to because it's not on the screen and you're not actually doing it. But like the and, and just like you're saying, like that comes down to body language that comes down to like how you approach me. I was at a bar last night. I'm at the corner of the bar and these two, three young women are next to me. And these two guys come up to them and I'm just having a drink on my phone, you know, with my with my significant other my cell phone and yeah I, <laughs> my number one <laughs> my yeah my go-to betch um <laughs> and these two guys and i'm watching as i do these two guys come up with holding a red wine they're holding a red wine like from underneath the glass mm. and they're in button-down white shirts they're very much i i'm out of work you yeah know, i can see it I, I literally i see uh, you're painting the picture <laughs> Right. And they're like, what's happening, ladies? And the three women, they're drinking tap beer. And I'm just like, walk away, young boys. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. And 
The women never turn their back to them or never turn their shoulders to them. The guys keep mm-hmm. pushing, keep trying. And it's like, you know, there is this like you approach with red wine. Like, I, you know, like you didn't you thought this was like going to happen. You thought there was a commonality here. Like it, and it's just so small. And then, yeah, they leave. And I'm still next to these women. One of them talks to me. They're like. What are you looking at? And I'm like, Instagram. And I was like, I didn't. What else? I was like, yeah, what else is there to fucking look like? And she's like, well, what's going on? I was like, I was just listening to you and the Red Wine Boys. And they were like, oh, my God. And you were like, and so much of that was approach. So much of that. And it's like, I think where, you know, these people on this show want to make it like we are. We are a part of a grand plan. The Wizard of of Oz has chosen us to to choose our partners in a way that none of you idiots, you people who are care about looks, we don't. It's like, <laughs> no, a lot of what we see in episode one and two is actually manipul- manipulative. Yeah. Like, there is so much depthy talk, and there's and you can see what the biggest takeaway from this show to me was there was people on here who have their own dating issues and it has nothing to do with the swiping apps. Mm-hmm. And the the people mm-hmm. who are on here who claim to be these like high and mighty whatever, it's it's not about the apps, it's not about the pods, it's about them. They have a, a, that will not be solved by the pods. And it's interesting listening to them, you know, when they first go into the pods, um you're sort of meeting all these people quickly and and all of them are like pretty they're all in their 30s. I think there's one guy who's like right. 26 or something. But most of these people are in their 30s. and Sophisticated feel- bar on a Saturday night. It's very yeah young professional, but like not too young. Yeah, I like that. I do too. And, and it, makes, it makes this more realistic because if they were all in their 20s and they're like, you know what? I've tried everything. I have to right. just do it this way. I feel like uh, I feel like. No, you haven't. You know, you haven't. And so, you know, they're going through these things and um, hearing them talk out loud is sort of hearing them talk like they are on. They're filling out their dating, their dating profiles like um, Chelsea, one of the girls who's on here. She's like, yeah, I brought 21 pairs of shoes with me. Like Mm -hmm. I'm I really makes me, you know. One of my favorite things in life is like giving people joy and like it feels very scripted and not actually scripted, but they thought about these questions before they came in here. It's it's a problem that a lot of us have on dating apps. You 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 you're so attached to the brand that you've written for yourself. Mm-hmm. You're like Chelsea, the shoes thing. I noticed that you had Paul. I'm the scientist. So I look at things from an analytical point of view. You have um, you know, you have. Micah, who's like worried about being considered, you know, I just get seen as the blonde. You know, it's nice that I don't have to be seen that way anymore. Kwame uh, Kwame was like, I was going to come here uh, and use the name Alex because I didn't want people to, uh, you know, assume something right off the bat, which is also very interesting because you see all these clips of everybody meeting and there's this one guy i mean we don't ever just i don't think we even see him again but he was asking people was like okay so are you asian are you are you just tell me what you like you know asking all these right, like really like right. 
weird questions. It's like the whole point of this is to get to know them and not ask what they look like. But you can't help but go in there and hear someone's voice or hear um, their someone's name and just assume. Right. I, I mean, these are all things that would run. You know, I appreciated Kwame saying that because you go, mm -hmm. these are things like these are uncomfortable thoughts. You're like, well, this name. Well, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Well, what's you know, like it's it's like almost like coded questions, too. Yeah. Like, you know, you go like like if I was like, did you go to summer camp? You know, like I'm like, asking are you a Jewish? Very specific, yeah. Like, right. <laughs> I'm asking a very specific question, you know, mm -hmm. like and I I think that part of it is interesting. And, and it's funny because like, you know, when you go pitch a show, you go pitch a show, you go, what's the big idea? Well, the big idea is that we're going to put them all in a warehouse and they're not going to be able to see each other. And then they got to get engaged at the end of that. And you go, wow, that's pretty cool. And then you go do the show and then you go, okay, and then what's the next five episodes? And they're like, well, then after that, we're going to see them go on their honeymoon together with the people they just talked to. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. Like, that's interesting. Me, the, I love right. that. And then they're going to live together as a couple. And you go, oh, uh, oh so I'm going to watch a couple who met without seeing each other do their first three to six months of of being a couple and you're like yeah so like that's where this episode where i think it's hard to even get into what happened because on the bachelor we're given the gift of you know limos contestant one two three four five through 30 we get the bachelor who's the bachelor and we get these people have been eliminated these people stay in so it's easy to like mm -hmm. go through it of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. This episode, I mean, who stood out to you? So I, I think like it's it's it would be good to go over the couples that that we got introduced to. Yeah. So I think 
Um, right off the bat, a first connection that I saw was Kwame and Micah. I mean, mm-hmm. true. Right. I mean, uh, Kwame was like, Micah's amazing. And then uh, Micah also said the same thing. She was like, I think Kwame is my number one. It's really, right. it's real. They're a solid match. I think this guy named Brett is, he is the prize. Brett, Brett is, is like the kind of, prize. <laughs> right. And, and here, this goes back to will the pod solve your problems? Mm. And no. Like, <laughs> Brett. In, <laughs> no. Answered actually. no. Brett, Brett seems to have great job, gets himself. He has, like, this backstory that's pretty incredible about being a designer and putting his stuff on Instagram and then getting to work at I think he works at Nike as like a director and like yeah a shoe designer yeah he's good right and he's like and and you do see a guy and it shows on camera who's pretty assured of like what he's got going on and what he's looking for yeah and that became and then when him and Tiffany hit it off I did have this feeling I'm like oh they I get I get in Tiffany who is the oldest in the house. She's 36, not mm-hmm. old, but the oldest in this this game. And then Tiffany's also like doing well in her job, seems to be pretty self-assured. Like, I mean, we end the first episode. I mean, we'll start with Brett and Tiffany. We end the first episode with them being like, this is it for me. And then Tiffany falling asleep while they're talking with each other. I... What did you think of that? <laughs> when Tiffany fell asleep i thought i was going to lose my mind i right <laughs> i mean she's and it was right after he goes i mean I, I mean what makes it hard to like you know laugh at is like she, she he's basically like yeah my brother he tells a story that i'm literally tearing up like oh he's yeah like, my brother passed away in a car accident it's very the week before his wedding right and I, this is where I'm not sure of the editing, but like, it, then they are like, then they show T- Tiffany like, wee 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 wee, and he's like, hello, and it's like, I I was like, there was a moment there where I was like, is does production is Brett step think in? She died? Yeah. right? Like, like 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 if I'm Brett, I'm like, is everyone dying? Like I I I was like. I felt for him like someone's got to tell him she fell asleep at least. I know. And and so she the thing is that she was like, I'm falling in love with you. You did the I'm falling in love with you thing. And right. It seemed like he wasn't going to say it back. And he goes mm. into this story. It also seemed like she had. I think she was drunk. I think that's she, what I thought. They, she had well, they a bottle. Say it. She they had, had a like bottle a, in front of her. They had a bottle in front of her. I think she was just kind of boozed, and you know, I get tired when I drink. And sure. um, she says all the like, the, "I'm falling in love with you." He tells her this story because it seems like he's not going to say it back. And then at the end, he goes, "I think you're my perfect match. I think you're the perfect person for me." And mm. she's fully passed out. And he calls her name. He's like, "Hello," and I'm like, "I cannot believe." No one is right. waking, waking her up or like saying, telling him because he goes back into the guy's room. He's like, you know what? And then he said he was like, I'm done. He goes, forget this. Like she just left. And I'm like, no, she didn't leave. Right. And and, and it was funny to me. I mean, we'll stick with the Brett and Tiffany storyline and we'll move kind of through the couples at this point. 
it was funny to me that like that he goes back to the house and I'm like, he has a good point. If, yeah. If the timeline is as we saw it, I love you, I love you, my brother passed away. Wee 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 wee. You go okay. She didn't really take your story seriously. Like I could understand why he's mm-hmm. like upset by that. Like I opened up to you. Yeah. We're we're here to date. We're here to see if we're gonna get engaged. There's real stakes. And you fall asleep on me? What the fuck? I, how can I believe you? Uh huh. You know and. It was funny to me, and this is the interesting part about these two episodes, is what came after that. Because he kind of like forgives and forgets. And I I thought it was funny that all the people come in to wake up Tiffany and then they go back and she tells the story. And they're all like, but he said he loved you, right? So you're good. And like, there's no, like I was thinking if the roles were reversed, if a Mm -hmm. guy fell asleep on a woman and they... And she came back to the pods and was like, I told him I loved him. And then he fell asleep or he just didn't answer. Yeah. They'd be like, that fucking piece of shit. Oh, how yeah. It'd be done. You, over. How could he let you do this? How could he fall asleep on you? How could he be this? How could be that? How could he? And you're like, this guy, like, and this is kind of the theme of the second episode is there's a lot of differentiation between. What goes on in the male side of the warehouse and what goes on on the female side of the warehouse? The and and you know to get back to Tiffany and Brett, they end up getting engaged. They end up seeing each other. There, there's forgiving. You know, mm-hmm. they have a and they do seem like a very strong couple from my perspective. I don't know how you feel. Oh yeah, I mean, just I knew the second he proposed. And she said, yes, I was like, they're going to be so happy with this outcome. She's a right. beautiful. He's gorgeous. They seem to connect really well. And I think part of a big part of this show from watching past seasons in general and how things kind of pan out is that go with your first instinct, like your gut right. instinct, because especially once you get out of the pods and have to, we're forced to see the other people and be around them and see them with other, um, see them with their significant other. Now Mm -hmm. it makes it really hard. So it's like, just lean into your first gut instinct, because I think if people from this, uh, you know, this first episode would do that, I think it would have been better. Like, I don't know. I I think that's a big, big thing. It's a big thing. I totally agree. And the, uh, you know, so I, and I, you know, that's there. It's a lot of foreshadowing. Yes. Because, and, and with, and with these, with, with Brett and Tiffany, you go, there's nothing to foreshadow other than will they make it? Will this experiment have worked for them? Quote unquote. Yeah. Another couple that stood out to me is there was, you know, Kwame and Micah really had this connection up, up at the front, like at mm-hmm. the top. And then, then another guy, Paul, swoops in and kind of her, him and Micah are having a big connection. And then it's like, I don't know, I would have such a hard time navigating these things. And you see them like taking notes in their journals, like to keep up with like who said what, who I told, what to, what their jobs are, what their careers are. And then, but then you, Micah and Paul end up getting engaged and she has to like break of her relationship with Kwame, which was really awkward and it felt sort of like right. ending an interview. Like, 
hey, this isn't going to work out. Like, and he's like, OK, thanks for your time. Uh, best of luck in the future. <laughs> well, this is uh, this goes into like a couple of the, you know, the male versus female things, because, mm-hmm. you know, so so to to get to organize this a bit. There's Kwame and my if we go through the the couples. Yeah, we have Kwame and Micah. We have Micah and Paul. We have Paul and Amber. Okay. Yeah. So Paul and Micah get together. Paul then has to break up with Amber and Micah then has to break up with Kwame. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yes. Um, so this is kind of the center of the mess that we will have to deal with on this episode. Beyond that, there's another woman, Jacqueline. And she's dealing with Josh and Marshall, and that's kind of a side thing. And and Jacqueline, this all gets very confusing. And and this is kind of the problem with kind of un breaking down two episodes and figuring this out until we get kind of like, you know, until the legends of the Hidden Temple teams are split up. Yeah, until to you go get the through teams. Olmex, you know, uh, you know, whatever. We so when we had so basically, Micah and Paul are like, we're together. Now, each go to your separate people and break up. Paul goes to, or first, Micah goes to Kwame. Mm-hmm. And Kwame, as you said, his reaction is very, I thought it was classy. What's he going to say? No, yeah. I mean, it was classy, but it's like he was getting ready to propose to her in that like moment. Right. And and, and and his reaction afterwards, I mean, this guy, this man was sobbing in that right. room, sobbing. I well, mean, completely wrecked. It, it, it did show you kind of how a lot of men process a lot of men where it's like, listen, you hear about the guys who go and like, fuck you, fuck, and it becomes dangerous. Yeah. A lot of times you'll go, you, you, the report is, it, did, it looked like he didn't even care. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Kwame... You know, what's he going to say? He's not going to convince someone to love him when he's behind, you know, like in, in general, who's he? Gonna, what's he going to who wants to be with someone they have to convince to love them after they've had this full on relationship going on? Yeah, I hear you. That's and and he, he goes and I actually wrote down when he got bro- broken up with. I said, um, Kwame all class and then off camera. He goes, he lets people know. He goes, this was fucked up. I feel bad. You can see he immediately starts taking shots of alcohol. He starts and he's back in the other side in the male center, you know, the male section of things. And you can tell like it's just not. You know, he's really upset and you go. But then they go to the other side and Micah goes to all the women. She's like, he didn't even, you know, like she kind of paints him as this like, oh, yeah, he didn't care. Didn't care. He didn't. And it's like, you know, it did feel like she was like, if he had fought, maybe, you know, and it's like, fought for what? For what? You said no. Yeah. Like, you, I mean, and she went in there and one of the things she was complaining about, um, she was like, why is, why is Paul taking so long to break up with Amber? <laughs> this took me two seconds. Like, I walked in there. I was like, this isn't going to work. I think we'd ex- we should explore other couples. Like, Boom, boom, dust their hands is done. But the Amber and Paul breakup lasted 
longer and that really right. affected it, Micah. And and you get to that and you go, okay, again, the pods will not fix your problems. Like you, mm-hmm. at that point I'm watching Micah and I'm like, oh, this person's got to be a monster, you know? And you, you go, well, there's something yeah. off here. And she's like, got her minion. Irina seems to be a minion of hers who like goes and listens in on how people feel after the breakup. You know, you know, Amber dumps uh, gets dumped by Paul. That was a little, you know, Amber does the lashing out. Fuck you, Paul. She does the opposite of Kwame. We mm-hmm. see the yin and the yang of 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 people who get Amber dumped. has some trauma though. Amber's been married th- twice already. Twice. Mm-hmm. Which so, so her then, reaction is like not that I mean I'm not saying it's not valid I'm just saying it's like no but it was she what's the right doesn't want to you, get what's the right what's the right I reaction I don't know like I'm more a Kwame are you more a Kwame or an Amber when it comes to getting broke oh yeah I'm not gonna show <laughs> I'm fine I'm a Kwame totally like fine. I'll be fine and then I'm gonna weep. and uh my my eyes out yeah I'm gonna cry my eyes out afterwards but I'm definitely that. I might yeah. I might throw in a little bit of an amber a little but not to like enough to compromise <laughs> my <laughs> I am such a Kwame I am such a wish you the best make sure you get a water on your way out no. good luck with everything have fun you know like I I if a position opens in the future I'll let you know. right please be in touch if things change <laughs> you know, I am Kwame to the millionth degree. And it's like, you know, it hurts, you know, but it it's like I but I'm not going to like beg someone to like take me in. And I will after the fact, like Kwame did do the, you know, you do the post game. Where did I go wrong? What did I should I have done differently? Mm-hmm. All that stuff that everyone does, you know? Yeah. So we have that breakup and then we have Micah and Paul commit to one another and they get to see each other too at the end of this episode. They uh, Micah and Paul get to have right. their meeting. They, that's kind of the cliffhanger that of is episode the cliffhanger, two where, yeah. so, where it's Micah looking at Paul and Paul looking at Micah and from everything we've learned about Micah and Paul, we're like wondering if they're the types to like look at one another and be like, not my type. I think that's kind of the cliffhanger mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it is. Which I didn't really, which isn't something I would, I was concerned about. Another relationship that I kind of want to uh, dive into is uh, Irina and Zach. So what did you think of Zach um, over this whole process? I, Zach, uh, these first two episodes with Zach was really interesting to me because he came into the pods and he was like uh, not lying that's the wrong word i I, I don't know but i guess i guess lying yeah Uh, about what he does he goes like yeah i'm a stripper i'm a this i'm a that and i think he was trying to like test them or make some sort of joke idea i didn't like it either it's like i'm already not knowing anything about your looks or your body like i you need to give me something like this is i have to know the he real you. He was establishing a power position. He's a, he's a manipulator. He was. Um, I thought Zach was completely awful. 
um, when he says I'm a stripper and then he's like, no, just kidding. I'm a lawyer. He is telling you exactly how he sees people on the food chain of life. Like mm-hmm. he's telling you he knows to this is how he dates. He knows lawyer is that's my badge. That's what I that gets me woman. Mm-hmm. I make a certain amount of money. I am seen as a certain amount of smartness. I am seen as this. He and and, and he's going, let's see who gets turned off by stripper because then I get to judge them because guess what? My mom was a stripper. Yeah. How could you be such a dick? And it's like, no, you're a piece of shit, dude. Like, just like you said, Kay, everyone's here not knowing something. Like, we're mm-hmm. all a part of this game. I don't need another puppeteer who's one of the puppets. Yeah, that it was, that was, you're, you're definitely right about the, like, um, it was a test. It was, how, are you going to say, are you going to talk shit about people being a stripper? Cause my mom was one. That's fucked up. Right. It's fucked up. It's, and it shows you that, yeah. he, you know, this guy needs therapy. Like the pods will, is not his problem. You know, no. like, you know, people seeing his face and him and Paul similarly do a lot of like, we should, we should a lot of like talking towards the future with people that they're like not making promises to, but in their examples of the future are kind of making promises to mm-hmm. they do a lot of manipulative shit um but zach's especially with that stripper thing and it's like when you were saying like there was that guy that was like are you asian to people like that is a despicable thing what yeah. zach, zach did it the same to me zach was doing the same despicable thing in a more edible way because he does it with this whole stripper thing I agree, and it really and it and it's interesting. The two women he sort of pulls in. Uh, I it was Arena and Bliss. Bliss, that's what it was. Arena yes. and Bliss, two like cool women. Arena, it, uh, something about Arena is weird because, like you were talking about earlier, she's definitely right. the girl who's going and finding out all the gossip, sort of like being kind of catty. She's also one of the younger girls there. Yeah, Arena at first she snuck up on me as being like kind of an asshole. Yeah. But there's something about her that's giving me like catty girl vibes. And so um Zach's birthday happened in the second episode. And so, so this this is a very like important you know, if we're gonna talk about Zach in the context of like who he's gonna choose or whatever. Yeah. And Irina, yeah. So it's his birthday. And Bliss um, the other girl that Zach is talking to, uh, decides to make him like cupcakes, like a re- do a really nice gesture for his this birthday. This is something that I think has evolved over time on this show because I don't remember episode, no. I don't remember season one that you could send gifts like it was the Hunger Games yes, to another pod. Like, I, I don't remember this version of the show where you could be baking in one pod hand it to a producer they would hand it to them in another pod but i guess this is allowed like you can over the course of time you can buy things for the other person you can set up there you know you could even see paul had like a whole new orleans theme because he was dating amber who's from new orleans and they they seem to be having Mm -hmm. a new orleans date they, it does seem that there are like ways. Oh, there's to, like activities. There was like a beer pong table set up on right. either side of like the <laughs> right. the wall. It was weird. But so this is a big red flag to me with 
Irina is that when Amber was making this, uh, these cupcakes, Irina goes up to Amber and she was like, hey, not to be weird. They both know they're competing for the same guy. Irina's like, can I have one of your candles? Just one. Knowing right. that and it's for, like, it's like, what? <laughs> what? And also, I thought of Zach. I thought of his birthday. I wanted to do something special for him because I am falling for him. This is how I show my affection for someone by making them cupcakes. And then you're, you're see, and then you, Arena even says, she's like, I didn't, I forgot it was his birthday. Um, oops. Oops. Right. I guess I'll go to the person. And it did feel like it was kind of like calling time out to rattle the kicker. It was kind of like this, like it, and what you see on the female side of the pods is like the discussion of who's seeing who and who likes who is way, it is like, there seems to be this like it's like mental warfare going on yeah absolutely it, it is definitely because they're all in the same they're like i'm gonna stay over here because i don't want to be around her right now i don't like and it also is kind of embarrassing like coming back after one of the guys breaks up with you knowing that he broke up with you for another person who's right. in that room with you that's tough so the last kind of couple to go over is Jacqueline, Josh, and Marshall. Right. And so Jacqueline, who pops off the screen, mm-hmm. like she's this like hot, big, you know, her hair is big and curly, and she's got this like, I mean, I even wrote down, she's a keep it real girl. I yeah. keep it real. Big personality, big like, right. she's funny. She has like charisma. She, I, I right. really liked her. She was like a breath of fresh air. With yes. all the seriousness yes. of all the other couples. She was like, yeah, I'm like, here, I'm going to meet a guy and we're going to, like, it seems right. fun. So I, I really liked her this episode. So I liked her too, but you could understand, especially a guy like, so then we meet Josh and Marshall. Mm-hmm. Marshall, we meet more than Josh. We meet Marshall yeah. and he says, I can be sensitive right away and it's accepted. So he's happy that he's allowed to be sensitive in these pods and you could kind of tell that like Jacqueline or uh, Jacqueline um you could tell like Marshall's the type of guy who would fall hard for her oh yeah and you know it, it did feel like this guy who was like a little bit batting out of his ballpark and He's like getting this response from someone who's like this big personality. Then he's kind of like getting her to be sensitive. And she even says, you're making, you know, you could tell people who say I keep it real. That's someone with a wall up, you know. So Mm -hmm. she's literally like, wow, you're like getting me to open up. And then he opens up so much and he's like basically proposing. And she's like, "Um, I feel bad about the other guy that I'm talking to. Yeah, that kind of, that crushes him because they also bonded over like family stuff. Like she has right. a hard life at home with uh, her family, and then he also struggles with like being vulnerable with his family. So they really bonded over that. And so when he right. heard that she was had a serious connection with someone else, that he was pissed. Well, and it was also like kind of good editing because it's like we had only heard from them two. Mm-hmm. And then like mystery man shows up like we're like because I, I was like, 
oh, they're a couple. Like, great. Like, they seem a little bit mismatched. They seem like she's, like, maybe, like, owns the room too much for him. And then they get to, like, and then she's like, I have another guy. And I was like, well, who's the other guy? And then we get introduced to Josh, who's, like, very much, um, um, like, the antithesis to Marshall. Yes. Like, in a way, like, it's like, this is, like, you know, this becomes, like, a metaphor for nice guys finish last like Marshall seems like this nice sensitive guy who's told don't be sensitive his dad yelled at him growing up for not knowing math like he's got this whole story and then he goes and then he's like finally a woman's responding to this and she's like there's this other hot guy I'm kind of like still (laughs) got a thing for and you could see that like even she's battling with like telling the telling him but like it, it it does she's like well this other guy is gonna leave he says i'm the only one mm-hmm. and then that's where we come into this very male version of the arguments that happen on the male side of things like mm-hmm. because it's josh's it's marshall's opinion that this is manipulation that this guy is basically saying you're the one or i pack up and and he's not gonna pack up yeah <laughs> he's not it was and and then but he also had that that um reaction of like who's lying to me he's literally sitting right. at like the at the um the island, island the, or... a kitchen island and he's like yeah. looking around he's like who's the asshole that's been looking me in the eyes what listening to me vent and talk about right. this woman and he they're also pursuing her right and it's like ah uh, to me I don't think Josh is wrong for not saying anything. If I was yeah. in the house and I'm like, and I hear this guy like, oh, she's the perfect woman. I love her. I love her. It's oh my God. And I'm like, she's got a decision in this. I have my own connection with her. Mm-hmm. I don't really need to say anything to this guy. Like, and I kind of, I was with Marshall where I was like, I don't believe that this guy's actually going to leave the house. I think that's something like good to say, but he's allowed to say that. If that's yeah. the only person he's matching with. And it also could be like, a manipulation tactic. It could be either way. You don't know. Like, and maybe he is ready to pack his shit. I don't know. You know, we don't know enough about this guy. And then we go to Josh and they interview him and he's like, he's got the big turtleneck on. Like, he seems like more of a tough guy. He seems like. Yeah. It, 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 it was, you're right. They're the exact opposite type of guy. Right. It was just, it was very interesting. And that's kind of where we leave it with episode two. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to predictions. Do you have, we've watched two episodes. What yeah. are your predictions? I predict that, so we have, we had two pro, two proposals. We have the Micah and Paul and um, Brett and Tiffany. Uh, I think Brett and Tiffany are going to go, I think they're going to be the couple that comes out of this that's like super strong. And I right. have, oh, a weird feeling that Micah and Paul, because Micah had this great connection with Kwame, I think mm-hmm. there's going to be some sort of regrets there, but I don't know. I, I I just feel like I you need to trust like a gut instinct. And they had such a, the breakup was so weird. The end of the breakup was so weird. I don't see her forgetting that so quickly. What about right. you? 
I think Zach, Paul, and Micah and Irina are going to be revealed as monsters. And I agree with you that Brett and Tiffany are going to make it. Like, and I think when you come into this going, I'm part of this grand experiment. Thank God, no looks. And it's like, well, that's not your issue. Like, you're seeing right away that <laughs> Zach and Paul, like, you can see how they operate. You're just like, okay. And then the way Micah and Irina were kind of mean girling and laughing mm-hmm. at people who were going through hard times on the female side of things. You're like, this is about, to me, they're there to win. And it's like, yes. okay. Right. So if you're going to, so I need to win getting out of the pods to go to Mexico on the trip. You know, if if that's your goal, then you're going to find a, a a partner and it's going to end in flames and we're all going to watch and enjoy. I know that that's like the, my, the biggest thing is because you find out so much about just from the jump when the doors open, like, you know, when you walk into a date and Mm. you see the person for the first time and the second you, you kind of not know uh, from just like looks, but you can just tell you're like, Oh, okay. This feels kind of good it feels right if it feels wrong nothing is worse than like being with somebody where it feels wrong it's like a zach and rachel coming out of their fantasy suite date it felt icky and uncomfortable and that Mm. whole that that whole morning after i was like oh my god that night must have been awful right (laughs) like and then but then thinking about having to deal with it and be sleep in a bed with this person and be in mexico and like have to Show ugh, I can't. That's so scary to me. It's, uh, <laughs> it's scary. It, it, the whole thing. That's the thing. Is like it, it. It's that's the grand. That's the part that this has on the Bachelor. Is like, you know, we get done. They have. They get engaged. They get to go off. You get to be mm-hmm. done. Like this. It's like, no. Now we're gonna watch you sleep uncomfortably next to each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like every. Yeah. I don't know. This it 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 just feels like it's setting yourself up for a disaster. So we'll play a couple games. Um, Alarming or disarming? It's one thing that you saw that was uh, was it a red flag or not? Okay. Uh, Yeah. Zach at one point says to both of the women that he or to one of the women that he is in the pods with, I could end up with either of you. Is that a red flag to you? Hearing that from someone yes. that you might get engaged to. That's the thing about that's the thing about like the bachelor and this is that on the bachelor that seems more acceptable. Like to hear right. like I could see myself I don't know why but that it seems more Okay. Well, on the uh, bachelor, sure. and the bachelor, it's said without needing to be said. Like that's the whole premise of the show. Yes. I'm at the final two. That means I could s- see myself with either of you. When Zach says that to someone, that is setting himself up as above them, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit like dance for me. Like yes, you know, and 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 someone who says that, like saying that, thinking that, and saying that are two totally different things. And it's back with the games. He, right. If someone was to say that to me, I'm like, oh, this person is fucking with me in a certain sense. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, to me, I when he said alarming. that, I was like, oh, this guy's a piece of shit. But again, it's another thing. Is it's I don't think he's used to having options. Right. He's right. not and used. He's, he's not used to this. So to he's like, king. yeah, he has the the Napoleon syndrome or whatever, <laughs> uh, where he's like, oh yeah, I'm on. I can choose. This is my choice. He forgets yes. that they also have to choose him, but they have already shown that they have. Right. Who do you have as your top person right now? We, I think we're on the same page. Uh, yeah, Brett. I I think he is. I mean, Tiffany are obviously already got him, but I think he's such a great catch. I also think I, let's maybe we say couple. Like I think Brett and Tiffany right are the are the top spot. Right. I agree with you, Brett. I mean, I haven't been moved to tears from a reality show since Extreme Makeover Home Edition with Ty (laughs) Pennington yelling, move that bus. Excuse me. It has been a long time since a reality show has brought moisture to my eyes. And Brett telling his story and the way he told it, I was like, oh, my God, I got to call my brother and make sure he's okay." Like it is. Yeah, that was a. I, I got a Brett was my star so far. Like, I, I think, you know, you're going to see a lot of memes of protect this man at all costs. Oh, absolutely. He Brett needs to be protected right. <laughs> at all costs. And who did you have for the villain? I mean, villain of the week. So we both kind of we, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say Paul because I think it's Paul's an undercover. Paul. Villain. Yeah, I just didn't. Paul, to me, very much what you're saying, like nerd who's getting a bunch of attention. You know, let's see how, you know, how the nerd handles power, you know, and this guy. It just feels like he said something at the end of episode two where it huge red flag to me. At the end of episode two, he says, I never saw myself getting married. And here I am. And you go, wait a minute. You went on a show where the premise is you get married to someone that you meet in the pods. I think you have to. I don't think you can go on this show with like, I don't know. Like I the way they present them in the beginning is like, I've tried everything. I'm sick of the games. I'm sick. And and when you're. I don't know. We'll see what happens, guy, in the world of the pods. You're actually the most dangerous because there is someone like Chelsea. There is someone like Bliss. There is someone like, you know, uh, Tiffany, who's like, I've tried it all. I'm, I am I figure this is kind of crazy, but I really want to be engaged. I really want love. And you're just like, eh, we'll see. I don't know. I like science. This mm-hmm. is a science experiment. So I think his apathy towards what this was to me is really off putting and will be a thing where you're like, does this guy, is he a sociopath? You'll have, I think we're going to have that. That's interesting. Yeah. Because once you develop a certain level of connection with someone, you're so desperate to know what they look like that you'll just propose because you want to know. And that's how I feel like a lot of these things are. It's like, like Tiffany and Brett, um, they got engaged very quickly. Like they were the first couple, like right. right off the bat. It was like a few days and I'm like, yeah, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. But I think part of the um, 
speed of that is because they just want to know what the other person looks like and going the thought of connecting with someone to a certain level and then being like yeah I don't know if I'm ready to get married but I still want to know what they look like like that's I don't know right it's just like to be like I'll do this marriage thing like yeah when everyone else is talking about it like this is it I found the last resort right this is I, I don't know it's just like it was kind of fucked up I I I was like I don't like this guy uh that's interesting I'm glad you I'm glad you went with Paul that was that right opened there. my eyes a bit I uh I said Zach I think there's something just so off-putting about Zach and yeah uh, it gives very bad vibes very bad vibes I agree with you um I wrote a couple of would you rathers you ready yeah Okay, you you get revealed the person and you come in, you're revealed, we're engaged. He's not your type or he's a bad kisser in that first reveal. Oh, um, what would you rather? And not your type doesn't mean they're bad looking. It's just not the person you would normally date, not the look. Or you get together, you embrace, they're your total look, but they're a bad kisser. I would choose bad kisser. I feel like kissing can be adjusted. Right. See, <laughs> I'm I'm the opposite. I'd rather not my type oh. because I think kissing kind of tells you whether they are sexual or not. Oh. Like, like I'm, you know, if I saw a bad kisser, I'd be like, oh, we got to start at the fucking beginning you know like we you know like i'm not gonna not just kissing, kissing is the like, basics like right. basics <laughs> right <laughs> like i don't think they're gonna be like you know <laughs> sucking on my ball later that night like i, I think we're gonna be <laughs> i have to assume if you're not a good kisser this is the you know th- this house is built on on a on a bad foundation. Yeah, that it is really it really is like the baseline of like sexuality. Sexual, yeah, sexuality. <laughs> you know, so I guess I'm like I would rather be with someone who's sexually ready than my type is my I guess what I'm thinking. But my but I would you know, but also as any no man would say, <laughs> I just want to make sure the sex is good and I don't care who it's with. Or just like awareness. I don't know. Like to I me, know bad mean. kissing is an unawareness. Yeah. 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 But but isn't there the thing where it's like, are they a bad kisser or are they a bad kisser with you? Right. That That's a good point, too. That could be. And that could be the case. We're two different but, kissing styles. Yeah. we. Have, but that also is like a thing. It's like, oh, well, we don't have we don't mesh. Right. Which okay. is bad. Would you rather um, their reaction? They react to getting dumped like Kwame or like Amber. It's uh, a thank you for taking my resume or it's go fuck yourself. I'm literally you trying to them. think. I'm tr- trying to think about. Uh, I think <laughs> awful. I think I would rather. I think I would rather an amber reaction. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. I, I know. I, I know. I think I'd rather an amber reaction just because I. Um, <laughs> I want to feel like. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> like you know. You not like that, but. <laughs> No, I want the Kwame. I want to go to my friends, be like, yeah, they're pretty chill. 
I guess, you know, just didn't work out. Like, I want to live in the delusion that we're, like, both, like, cool, everyone's fine. I don't want to be the person that, like, ruined your life. I want to disappear into the mist. Just goodbye. And mm-hmm. I was just a guy that you dated. You might, who, remember when you dated Jared? Oh, yeah, what's he up to? Like, I want, I want to be disappearing. I don't want, fuck you. You know. <laughs> I want us to be out at a bar and you see me across the bar and you want to leave. (laughs) You're evil. Okay. Would you rather last one? Okay. You tell someone, you you tell someone your, your deepest, darkest, everything you open up and they have fallen asleep or they forget your birthday. Uh, ooh. Um, I think forgetting my birthday is fine. Okay. At this stage. Like, right. Like, I think that's. Like, I don't even know when half of my friends' birthdays are unless if unless it is in my phone or you're like, hey, my birthday is next week. We're doing something. Right. I don't remember. I won't. I don't know your birthday. Jared. Unless there's a Facebook <laughs> like, I notification. Don't know the, I don't know the, right. anyone's birthdays. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I There's a, one of my best friends every year. It's the day after his birthday. I do it every year. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, yes. And I and then I call and sing happy birthday on their phone. But I and it's every year. And, and birthdays aren't important to me. So that's why I don't think of them for someone else so mm-hmm. yeah i think someone falling asleep on me is much worse than that's me. tough yeah like it's like being left on red essentially right. <laughs> like you In like person. send send like you know a nude or like a or a, like a deep text and they they fell asleep right. and they text you and then we're like sorry fell asleep and you're like okay okay thanks i thought we were having a better conversation <laughs> than that but all right right I don't know. Well, that is episodes one and two of uh, Love is Blind. Uh, We're going to be doing the whole season. We're going to do three through five on the next episode. And uh, we hope everyone enjoyed and let us know what you thought. Right, Kay? Yeah, definitely. Let us know what you're thinking. If you have any like ideas for different things or couples that you want us to cover more about let us know yeah i'm really excited about this season i like this show and i like how it's set up especially because we are getting that what we wanted from the bachelor we want to see what happens after we want to see them with their cell phones living in real life so um this gives us that satisfaction that the bachelor doesn't give us so i'm excited to see what happens and i think as the season goes on this this organizes a bit for us from a <laughs> yeah it gets better it definitely so. gets better i was like taking notes and i'm like this person said this and i'm like man who was that person but then you don't right. know who's actually sticking around throughout the season and who is so we will be back um with the next episode as you binge you know this show you'll be getting an, I, I think they're already out at this point or they'll they'll be out yeah they will be out they will be out. So make sure you are following us at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. You can also follow me at K York City. And I'm at Jared Free. The Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. 
Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.